All right, welcome in everybody. I'm your host, Jack Cavanaugh, coming to you all the way from Canada. And with it being a special fantasy football show for the semifinals, uh, we are joined by Mr. Steve Bonham. Steve, how's it going? Oh, wow. I'm the special guest on my you own podcast, you never joined us on uh, Friday. Interesting. So, uh, all right, intriguing. I like it. It's okay. a special Friday. Good to be to here. you around. Well, I don't know about special, but it is a Friday. We appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks, Jack. Good to be here. As always, we also have Mr. Neil Smith. Neil, how are you today? Well, I'm doing good. Just chatting with our special guest. You know, just... <laughs> <laughs> you know less you know, special I'm... than the special guest, just, but still uh, special. Don't worry. Uh, just checking in. Well, I don't know how you mean special, but it's probably. Applicable. I mean, I'm special in the sense that I ride a smaller bus than everybody else. <laughs> That's what I was going for for me. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, no. Oh, good. Getting ready for the holidays here. Ugh. Almost. Awesome. awesome. Glad to hear. And of course, last and definitely least, we are joined by Mr. Jason, that <laughs> FF nerd, Draven. Jason, how's it going? Pretty good, man. It's a Friday. I'm ready to be done <laughs> up with until, this week. Up until his introduction, he was having a great day. This <laughs> <laughs> was a fantastic time yeah. until he got that intro. Wow. And Jack just turns around with the steel chair and just hits him right in the face with it. My goodness. What a start. Hot start to the show today. I got to set the tone for the podcast. All right. Now that the tone has been set, we'll dive into some (laughs) Thursday night football action. And uh, starting off, Lamar Jackson. Wow. MVP performance, real life and in fantasy. Jason, what did you think of Lamar Jackson? Man, he was not letting in anything stop him, whether it was a hurt hamstring or not. he was just plowing through people doing what he wanted. I was, it was a shock when he missed a throw or really anything negative happened to him. It, it was just a shock. I'm the dude's a beast MVP to me. I don't know about you guys, but clearly the front runner. The arguments there, Neil, Steve, do you think he's the MVP front runner, real life fantasy, both? Yes. All of the above. Yep. All of it. We've been talking about that on the Wednesday show uh, for quite a while, that he is on he is on a pace to set all sorts of points per game average scoring records, just about any number of records you can imagine, both fantasy and real life. He already broke the uh, the rushing record, I believe. And we've got yeah, he, two Michael Vick on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Two with two games in hand. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I think he's going to get that MVP trophy. Yeah, I put out there last night that we talk about all the time the fact that uh, if you just took his rushing totals and touchdowns, he would be running back 13, which that in itself is astonishing. But nobody talks about the fact that if you take away the rushing, he would still be QB 15. So you can't say he's not putting up the passing numbers. Like, he's still having a statistical better season than, like, Mitch Trubisky. Or any of the mid-tier guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, he's putting up bigger numbers in the passing game. And when you just combine it all, it's just, it's the best fantasy season ever. It really is something special. Just the efficiency, the rushing, just everything about it. And one of the key benefactors of that season has been Mark Ingram, who had an absolute monster night on Thursday. Uh, He had a a rushing touchdown in the first half, also had a two-point conversion. Then he was back in the second half and caught a touchdown pass from Lamar Jackson. Could Lamar or Mark Ingram be a league winner? Do you think he could be winning some people some leagues, Neil? 
I mean, absolutely, especially given what you had to invest to get him. Because if we go back, he was only being drafted. He was not in the consensus kind of like lock and load it, you know, first, second round guys for everybody. So if you're talking about ROI, yeah, there's a very good chance that given what you had to invest to get Mark Ingram, that he could actually, in fact, win your league. Now, I will say the real league winner here is Lamar. Let's be honest. Like, I'm, I'll be interested to see the final calculations on the championships at the end of the year to see how many teams that won was the team that had Lamar. Because that's that's your league winner if you're talking about anybody on the rules. Absolutely. Uh, Lamar, There's you just can't describe how good Lamar has been, but Mark Ingram has be, was absolutely amazing last night. Another uh, guy who really benefited from Lamar Jackson was Mark Andrews. Uh, people were a bit worried. Jason, do you have any thoughts on Mark Andrews? Were you worried about him going into the week? Yeah, I mean, when he popped up on the injury report, that was definitely something I had in mind, but they said he was active. I told everybody leading up to it, play him. I mean, you don't know if Everett's going to be out, so you can't really trust Higby, or Olsen's going to be back, so you can't really tr- trust Thomas. So I was telling everybody, you need to just roll him out there. He hasn't really steered you wrong yet, so and he clearly was able to, after some controversy, find the end zone, but... He also had a huge pass that was just barely overthrown that probably would have given him 100 yards last night. Well, that's the thing, too, is the fact that he did find the end zone means he did have a successful day. Because if you're a tight end and you score, that just means you've hit for the week. Yeah, definitely worked out for me. (laughs) That's how bad tight end this year is, really. All you have to do is get a touchdown at this point this year, and you're, you're on the page. You're in the top 10. I know Steve had some thoughts on Mark Andrews, but I don't know if we can go to air with them. They're a little blue. <laughs> well, I mean, look, Mark Andrews uh, last night had a good night. I had him ranked decently, figured that would happen. Uh, Jets, uh, it's the number nine matchup against tight end. And if you're worried about it, he's now got 10 days rest before they play Cleveland, which is the number three tight end matchup. So, you know, championship week, you're still firing up Mark Andrews. He'll be fine. Absolutely. You can't bench him at this point, especially uh, what we've seen from that entire Ravens offense. Uh, another player who found the end zone, Marquise Brown. Uh, geez, he's kind of that boomer bust player at this point where is he going to find the end zone? Is he not? Almost kind of having a Deshaun Jackson Hollywood! type of impact. There it is. I was waiting for that. Delayed Hollywood. Man, couldn't find that button. It's been so long. We've been able to use that. Waiting for that. He, he oh. reminds me a lot of your favorite player, uh, Steve, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Don't you put that out there. Don't you put that in the universe. Because people oh. might actually start to think oh. that, and that's slander. Oh, that's my right? favorite. You that step is... on him. I love it. You give up control for one second, and then you step on him with a late drop, and so now he's just slandering you. Jack, you're great at this. Wow. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, my friend. Just keep, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, Jason, you had some thoughts on Marquise Brown? Yeah, man. That's a good comparison in the Deshaun Jackson era where he is that big play receiver uh, they don't really use him a whole lot in the short game that's clearly mark andrews ingram uh, surprisingly uh boykin got a touchdown which i think he's another short area target but it's just surprising that brown's really the big play guy and so just something to keep in mind for future that he's probably going to be that boom bust receiver every week so it's not something to be counted on unless the uh, defense is there that will allow that very true. And so now after celebrating how great the Ravens are, we do have to highlight the Jets, who actually did have some fantasy success. Uh, Sam Darnold, not so much. He looked pretty fine to start the game, and then his receivers let him down, and right before the half, he threw an interception. Didn't find the end zone, but uh, Jamison Crowder 
did have a great first half, did have a great second half. Jason, what did you think about Jamison Crowder? Like I said, man, I'd called it already. Crowder is going to find the end zone. It was one of my few players that I really liked last night, leading up beforehand, and he paid off. I, I was upset that he missed that first touchdown, but he, was, he clearly just wanted better coverage on him to make it look better. And so hats off to him. He had a great night last night for what was given by the Ravens. I, I was surprised that he was able to find the right holes and do well enough for Darnold. Yeah, I really wasn't playing Jamison Crowder last night at all, so I have to throw that to you. Neil, Steve, were either of you guys in on Jamison Crowder, or is Jason celebrating that alone? Nope. No, no, that's a, an that's a solo Jason thing. <laughs> He's got to hit them every once in a while. It's fun to be on the island every now and then. <laughs> also wasn't playing Robbie Anderson. He caught four of six for 66 yards. Wasn't really much didn't really pan out for you if you did play him. But uh, Le'Veon Bell did get started out hot after his flu game. Ended up eh, just not that great of a day. 87 scoreless yards on the ground, two receptions for zero yards. Uh, I know Steve was really not uh, feeling Le'Veon Bell this week. Uh, Neil, even more so. But uh, yes, that's yeah, very much out. Completely on out. Yes. So that that's one thing that definitely worked out last night. Jameson yep. Crowder came out of nowhere. Le'Veon Bell and Robbie Anderson, we had that for sure. Yeah, had that dead to rights. The Le'Veon Bell thing we talked about on Wednesday as well. It just it's something I've been going on about since the preseason. He's he's upset about his usage. Adam Gase doesn't want to give him the ball because that's not the Gase offense, and it's just not going to be a fit there. So it's, they reported it as news, like they're going to try and trade him, and I'm like, that's not news. <laughs> that's not news at all. So it's a it's been brutal if you've been on the Le'Veon Bell train. Just a mess. Uh, another thing that looked like it would have been a mess is if you decided to play the Jet defense last night, but it actually kind of panned out because they blocked a punt, scored a touchdown on that. So they ended the day with five points. If you played the Jets defense, you got a little bit out of it, but that was a terrible idea. And now we can move on from the Ravens just having their way with the Jets. And we'll move on to news. And as always, we will start with uh, quarterback and tight end. Uh, something to keep in mind Ryan Griffin headed to the IR. Uh, in his place, they had a committee with Daniel Brown and Tra- Trayvon Wesco playing. Uh, they both played 29 snaps. Neither really matter. Not much usage from either. Uh, also, keep in mind, Jameis Winston is going to play after breaking his thumb. Keep an eye on how that'll affect him, but he should be good to go. David Njoku has been removed from the injury report with his knee. Uh, Jason, you're still worried about him, though, even though he's not on the injury report. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. He had an issue that sent him to IR and now he has a knee thing and it's man I don't know if he doesn't want to play or he's just ready to throw it away and throw the season away and go for next year or what his plan is but I'm definitely pivoting away from him if possible in any kind of fantasy games he interests you at all uh, Neil he is playing the Cardinals yeah great matchup but I don't see how you could possibly trust this this is one of those like playoff game situations where in, in my okay so in your playoff semifinal jack you're you want to bet the farm on your tight end spot on a guy that hasn't played a game in since the beginning of the year that's unattractive i know it's a plus matchup but i got to imagine you have better options even if you're beat up at tight end i got to imagine you have better options definitely better options uh just like there's better options than jimmy graham who is laid up right now with a wrist and a groin injury uh, he is expected to play most likely, but uh, that is still up in the air. 
Yeah, and I mean, you talk about a wrist and a groin injury. It seems like he's doing something else in his bedroom at night that's causing this issue. All right. <laughs> Do you have the sad game show drop, Steve? Do you have that? Uh, can you hit me with yeah, the sad yeah. game show? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Can we, that, that, oh my, we waited for that. That's my favorite part of it, folks. Uh, uh, gotta, gotta appreciate that. That uh, drop there just described that joke and Jimmy Graham. Does not describe Noah Fant, though. He is hurt. He is dealing with a foot and a hip injury. He hasn't been practicing. But if Noah Fant does play, he gets the Chiefs. Steve, are you in on Noah Fant this week? Uh, I've got him at 13. So if you're in a 16-team league, yes. Otherwise, no. Does that answer your question? <laughs> I'm not a Noah Fant fan. All right. Well, I guess I – am I standing alone on this Noah Fant uh, hill? No, man. I'm right there with you. It's one of those things that I don't know who he's going to target, but Locke seems to like Fant right now. and. I'm going to throw him out there if he's there. I probably not. I, I, I grant you the upside. I get the I get the thought, but yeah. he's pretty beat up. Uh, Again, this goes back this. to the David and Joku. You got to the playoffs somehow without Noah Fant because if Noah Fant was your starting tight end the entire yeah. season, you're not in the playoffs right now. So you got there with somebody else, and unless that person is hurt or not playing for some reason. You're not playing Noah Fant this week. You have to have a better option. Yeah, I, I got to imagine the majority of people have a better option than Fant, especially given how hurt he actually is. I mean, I get it if you're totally desperate. If you're just like your guy is injured or something and that's that's all you had. But other than that, I don't see many reasons to toss him out there in a playoff game. Oh, very fair points. Giants have also decided that they're not going to toss uh, Daniel Jones out there. Eli is officially going to start. We get the Eli Manning tour of his final just couple games gonna go out on top you hope can he go out with a winning you record oh. no i'm actually rooting for the opposite of that i'm actually rooting for the for the under 500 record i want to see if that gets him into the hall with the two rings is the two rings enough to be under 500 to go to the hall i also want him to retire so peyton manning can take that monday night football job as we talk about just about every week on the wednesday show because he really wants it that's going to be an awesome person to have talking during the show so much better than what we're currently experiencing <laughs> not a fan of booger it's it's just going to be you're comparing <laughs> apples to oranges it's going to be a very different thing than booger being there along with daniel jones being out evan ingram also out once again uh can't really say we're surprised at that it just is what happens with evan ingram now greg olson out with a concussion Gerald Everett out with a knee, Vance McDonald out with a concussion, Red Ellison out with a concussion. So there's quite a few injuries at tight end this week, which leaves a lot of guys left up in the air for us to play on the waiver wire. But let's look at quarterback first. Uh, Jason, Philip Rivers, Derek Carr, Mitchell Trubisky. Who are you going with? Man, I'm going with the upside game here. I think that Mitchell Trubisky is going to go into Dallas and cause some havoc. Um, beyond that, I, I, I'm really into Derek Carr too because it's going to be the the last game at the black hole. Like, how can you not want that game? And I think that uh, Gruden's going to just have all the trickery out to hopefully show up in front of the home crowd for the last time. Are you streaming the same guys this week, or do you have anyone else uh, that you would rather play? <clears throat> well, at this point, I was actually trying to find my Philip Rivers rank. That I was actually going to answer your other question. 
You have to scroll uh, pretty far down. Yeah, I got to scroll down for that one. So yeah, that's not going to cut it. Uh, so in my mind, it's actually going to go ahead and be Mitch Trubitsky of the list you gave. But in terms of things that you could actually pick up and stream, I've got Ryan Fitzpatrick a couple spots higher uh, playing against that incredibly bad uh, Dolphin secondary. So if there's a week where I want to go and gamble on some Fitz magic because I am absolutely desperate, that's my guy. If Parker's playing, I'm assuming, right? Not yes, if he's out. If, if Parker's playing. Okay, I want to make sure that stipulation was he's there. Ranked, because... He's ranked as though Parker's going to play. That's okay. that's a good clarification. I think he will. He practiced in full today. I think we're good. I also do have Fitzpatrick uh, ahead of those guys. I almost would rather take take a chance on uh, David Blau at this point, future Hall of Famer. He's got the t- uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. I'm really not in <laughs> on Philip Rivers at all. Bill, uh... thoughts on David Blau? Uh, I can't go back to the David Blau. Well, if I was going to go that far down the page on where I'm at, I'm, I'm down in that Philip Rivers territory. So frankly, at that point, give me that Drew Locke. Give me that Drew Locke. Just like we talked about on Wednesday. Yep. If I was absolutely just desperate, Mommy. give me that Drew Locke. Steve, anything to add at quarterback? Nope. Let's keep moving. All right. So on to tight end. Uh, so with Mike Evans out this week, we do have OJ Howard in play. We have Dallas Goddard in play with Alshon Jeffrey had to die. R Noah Fant is still in play. As we talked about earlier, David and Joku, not really in play. Tyler Higby is in play with uh, Gerald Everett out. And Ian Thomas is going to be filling in for Greg Olson. Who's the most attractive to you out of that list, Steve? I mean, honestly, everybody, but Noah Fant is really attractive. Uh, if I'm, if I'm looking right at it, I mean, look, the, the lowest guy on my list is OJ Howard, believe it or not. And he is going to get more play, but it's still OJ Howard. Uh, I still have to trust it, but Tyler Higby is the guy I have ranked the highest at 10, uh, decent matchup against Dallas. Uh, he's been super involved since Everett's been hurt. It feels like he's taken over or not even just him, just the tight end position in general, in the Rams offense has taken over the third slot that used to be Brandon Cook's RIP. Uh, we miss you, Brandon. Uh, we do. Oh, wait, he's he's still alive. Oh, oh, sorry. Well, uh, no. no, he'll but be he'll be on a new technically. Team I mean, yeah, exactly. He'll be the best receiver alongside Devontae Parker in Miami. Um, no, I was going Cardinals. I, really? up there I was going too. Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's going to take Larry Fitz's spot. That's a good one. I like. Yeah, that. that's what I was going with. I also have Goddard up there as well. I do actually, I, I contradicted myself. I'm sounding like Booger McFarlane. I have Goddard actually ranked the highest just slightly ahead of Higby because who else is left? I mean, it's Ertz. <laughs> it's it's Goddard. It, that's it. It's who else are you going to throw to but the tight ends? You were reading my rankings. I have Higby at seven, Goddard at 10. Yeah, I, I was and looking I have, at it backwards. And I have, uh, I have uh, Ian Thomas at 11. So by my rankings, uh, uh, I go Higby here. Uh, by a nose, but I could all totally understand if you want to go Goddard, by the way. You're not talking about that many spots on the tight end rankings, and they're both top 10 play. Uh, so for once in, once in this season, tight end is actually surprisingly deep, so you actually have some pretty good options there. Uh, we'll move on from that, though, and we'll head on to running backs. Uh, keep in mind that on Johnson looks like he might actually play next week. I don't really understand that, but unfortunately, that will lower expectations for Bo Scarborough. Uh, Bo Scarborough is injured uh, right now. He's limited with a rib injury. He'll be a game-time decision. 
James Conner is tentatively expected to return from his shoulder injury. Uh, Damian Williams, he's limited. He's got rib injuries. He's got illness. Uh, really not sure what to make of him. Do you guys have any opinion on Damian Williams? Think he comes back? Thinks that there's anyone in that backfield you want, Steve? Too much of a committee. Darwin? Too much of a committee. <laughs> ah, fair. You know you want him. Just say it. Say free Darwin. Let's go. Too much of a committee. <laughs> no, no, no. That restraining order that Steve got from LaShawn McCoy's people was very threatening. He can't, he can't, you know, risk it on the air anymore with the free Darwin talk. Unless it's with, unless it's within relation to him being sent to the Dolphins. That, that is surprisingly okay, as was redlined in the... Uh, Darwin, Miami, 2020. There you go. Derek Henry, he did not practice again today. He's limited with his hamstring injury, but both he and Mike Vrabel have said that he will be starting on Sunday. I'm not going to argue with that man. He is too scary for me. I'm going to play him anyways. <laughs> Devontae Freeman, removed from the injury report with his knee. Jordan Howard, limited, expected to be sidelined with a shoulder. Who knows at this point? And Josh Jacobs is limited with his shoulder injury. He did clear at his MRI. But Gruden has said that doesn't mean he will play and expect to be without Alexander Madison. So with all that in mind, Jason, who is your number one running back this week that you can pick up off the waiver wire? Well, if Jacobs is out, it's definitely going to be DeAndre Washington. But after that, man, McVay said Mozart is going to get more touches, and I'm all about that. I think that he's going to be able to do his work and maintain his six to seven yards a carry and just keep going. Like he's just been incredible. And I don't understand why he's been so far behind everybody else, but it's great to see that Coleman's kind of been pushed back further and is getting less and less touches. I still think he probably gets around 13 to 15 touches compared to Brady, who will probably get 10 to 12 and then Coleman five to seven. Uh, so, Neil, are you buying into the Tevin Coleman revenge game against uh, the Atlanta Falcons? No, no, I'm not. Uh, of the list of, of names provided, it would be Washington one for me as well uh, by a good margin if Josh Jacobs can't go for this one. And then uh, it would still be Mostert. And then actually the other name, Patrick Laird, is the other one, and I would have him third. But I will say I do agree with how they're projecting Patrick Laird, especially on ESPN this week. And PPR, they've got him for a 13. And given how many uh, just passes he catches at this point, because it's really all he can do, um, I actually think he can find the end zone against the Giants this week. So I think a 13 is very much in play. If I was super desperate because I had some sort of horrible injury or something I was dealing with, and I was back against the wall, Patrick Laird is available. I think he can get you a double-digit number. So he would be my third guy. Yeah, just ask Boston Scott about the Giants' defense. Yeah, right? Exactly did enjoy that Boston Scott breakout. Uh, so did Aiden Ware. <laughs> Shout out to Aiden. He loved it. Uh, so if Bo Scarborough misses, anyone interested in Ty Johnson this week? No, moving How on. How dare you sully my ears with that? Thought we've killed this. Did you say McKissick? Did I miss this? No, we did not because we don't care. <laughs> moving on to receiver. Sean Jeffries headed to IR. He will have Liz Frank surgery and will not play the rest of the season. Adam Thielen, though, is officially off the injury report. Expect him to play. He's coming back. Uh, Tulio Jones with his shoulder, Odell Beckham with his hernia, Jarvis Landry with his hip, Christian Kirk with his ankle, Golden Tate with his foot, Alan Hearns with his knee, all removed from the injury report. Are any of them still worrying you, Steve, or good to go on all those guys? Rank them as usual. Nope. Fire them all up. All right. Yeah, let's go. 
Caden Hearns, I'm not touching. If you've been playing them, play them. How about that? Okay, Is that better fair. for you? Is that's that fair. I don't yes. imagine how you've been playing Allen. <laughs> still playing, but uh, but Golden Tate and the other names, yes. Like how right. rostered is Alan Hearns? How That's relevant of yeah, news it, is that? It, what, who are we appealing to with Alan Hearns the updates? Two percent of Miami fans that have Alan Hearns. Attention, Alan oh. Hearns' mom. His knee is better. <laughs> you can stop worrying. There you go. Let's move on to the people that are limited. <laughs> All right. So up in the air, we have Albert Wilson. He's battling a concussion, trying to come back from that. Uh, D.D. Westbrook with his shoulder. He's probably going to play. He's been playing through that for the past couple games. Devontae Parker is limited with his concussion, but he did practice in full on Friday. And breaking news, he signed a four-year, $40 million extension today with the Miami Dolphins. Neil is very excited about that. In the single most ridiculous thing in the universe. Devontae Parker, we don't like you. You're constantly hurt. Got to get off the team. Oh, we can't get rid of him. We'll just keep him around. He's on IR. We can't. For years and years. It's like an abusive relationship. He comes out. He goes, It'll be different this time. I swear. You're going to take him back. Four years, 40 million. This is ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous Miami thing to way overpay the guy who's underperformed forever and has played like six good games. I, I have no idea what they're doing in Miami. Unbelievable. What I took from that is that Devontae Parker has yet to be concleared and neither has Dolphins GM Chris Greer. <laughs> Correct. Both in the concussion protocol still. Moving on, we have Geronimo Allison limited with his knee injury. Mike Williams also limited with a knee injury. He's been battling that for a while. Nelson Aguilar did not pra- participate in practice with his knee injury. We'll see if he comes back. Uh, otherwise, Greg Ward, I guess you're firing up if you're really that desperate. Nobody's that <laughs> desperate that's still playing. <laughs> yeah, you're not going for uh, Arcega Whiteside here? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuller limited with his hamstring. He is truly a game time decision. I don't know what to tell you about him. You're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, expect to be without. Oh, uh, the hamstring. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Obligated to mention AJ Green will be out again. Moving on. Mike Can Evans. You have to say a game show drop for that news, please. The AJ Green one. <laughs> you. That is absolutely the noise of A.J. Green's season this year. I did not expect to spend that much time on A.J. Green because I kind of forgot about him. I thought he was still battered. Or I don't know why he's not on IR yet, but that's a decision. Mike Evans, he's probably going to be out for the rest of the fantasy season anyways. He might come back week 17 if reports are to be believed. DJ Chark has been ruled out with an ankle injury. Juju Smith-Schuster did try to return to practice this week. Uh, he has been officially ruled out with his knee injury. Taylor Gabriel is out with a concussion. Hunter Renfro out with rib injury. And Adam Humphreys is being ruled out with his ankle injury. So thanks to all those receiver injuries, there's quite a few people left on the waiver wire for us to play. Neil, who are you going with? Zach Pascal. Lock it. Load it. Fire it up, baby. That's your flex if you're flex desperate. That's the one I want. Give me some Zach Pascal. And then... uh, a little bit lower on the list, Cole Beasley, and then also I do like the idea of he has been on quite the tear with Taylor Gabriel out and Mitch Trubisky trying to relearn how to play football. Uh, anything else further down the list, I don't know if it's actually even going to matter. But of those three, that's the order, and Zach Pascal is the waiver pick. The fact that Hilton uh, has been cleared. Still don't think he's playing. I know. It's one of those things I'm just making sure people know to keep an eye on that. 
If T.Y. Yeah. Hilton's playing, then it's Cole Beasley, Anthony Miller, then Zach Gal. Okay. So, yes. No, I don't think T.Y. is playing. Not interested. I'm not on the David Plow hype train like the rest of you. That's why I kept my mouth shut. When we well, did it's, a short, it's a short area target. That's why I'm going with it. And it's, you know, the Bills. So, they'll allow the short passes. They won't let That argument doesn't hold water anymore. The Bills have been playing great defense. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> we retired that two years ago. What are you doing? You can't just write the Bills defense off like that. Hey, they have the over-under at one. Okay, that's that's pretty impressive. I'm surprised that they're giving him that much of a leeway for the Steelers. All right, so one last question before we move on to our next section. Uh, Justin Watson, Brashad Perriman, who are you starting this week if you have to? In a super deep deep flex league, who are you starting? This for you? This this your, this your team? <laughs> this is? Help me. It's Perriman. It's for Perriman. It's for Perriman's mom. Oh, this is for me to talk about how great Justin Watson is in real life. <laughs> yeah, he's a great player, but of the two, I believe that Perriman will probably have more targets. So that would be who I would play in kind of PPR format. Fantastic. So I'm in the second week of the consolation ladder, and I have to decide. <laughs> All right, just let me get my piece on Justin Watson in because, yes, Perriman did play, run more routes. But Justin Watson did out-target him on once he came into the game. Justin Watson is six foot three, two hundred twenty-five pounds, and runs a four-four-nine. That's faster than Mike Evans, who ran a four-five-three. Call me crazy, but I think crazy. the guy in his second year out of an Ivy League school is more likely to produce than Brashad Perriman, who is in his sixth, fifth year now, third team in three years, and has been a bust all along. I think he's a decoy receiver on the outside. And I think he's going to have the same role that he always had. Bucks run enough three wide receivers that Justin Watson is a breakout guy. Add him now. Don't play him because he could bust. But add him now. You can thank me later. Great dynasty, Ed. To be I'm fair, though, I mean, if if your qualifier is be better than Brashad Perryman, wide receiver 56 is better than Brashad Perryman yeah, in my say, rankings. You go so. by my rankings. There you go. He's like at 50. So there you go. Not Not a high bar. I just Still really like Justin Watson, guys. I just wanted that to be known. No, we got it. Very well, we got it. We'll yeah, see. We got we'll it. see. The good thing Definitely about this show there. is that we get to see on Sunday. So that's the good thing about this show is that we don't have to wait a long time to see what how that's going to go. Um, I'm not playing Justin Watson in a playoff game. That is my response to that. I have to imagine that the other guy on this list, Kendrick Bourne, is more is also widely available, and I could probably pick him up in a super deep league. So. It's kind of my response to that. Yeah, and I like it. In the consolation ladder of a 20-team league. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact about Kendrick Bourne, he's either got a touchdown or a first down on 25 of 27 receptions this year. Yeah, it's totally sustainable. It's just a fun fact, and he is just good at football. That's (laughs) all you can really say about that. Has that intent Sanders joined? Just out of curiosity. It's his whole season. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, so top 10 pick next year. We got it. Let's go. (laughs) Fantasy season is in full swing, but you can get covered with Rotoshurance for your DFS team. All you have to do is draft your team on any DFS platform out there, then head over to rotoshurance.com and fill out the daily fantasy insurance form. All they need is some basic information like your name, email, how much the contest entry fee is, and the player that you want to insure. When you're doing that, you can enter promo code NONSENSE, that's N-O-N-S-E-N-S-E, to get 20% off of your coverage. 
If your insured player gets injured in the first half and does not return for the second half of the game due to that injury, then you're covered. You get your full entry fee back to that DFS contest. So what do you have to lose? Head on over to rotoassurance.com, use promo code NONSENSE to save 20% on your plan, and remember that injuries can happen at any time, so sign up today. Trust me. Trust? I'm asking you to trust me. Or busts. You make any kind of mistake and boom. Players to start. Is that a fish you can trust or what? Trust your instincts. Players that should sit. Go ahead and take a seat. Take a seat right over there. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Helping you set your lineup. Don't make the same mistake I made. To win your week. Gotcha. Can't win, don't try. On the Important Nonsense Podcast. And remember, don't trust anyone over 30. Moving on, we do have some questions that we have been asked, some start-sit. So we have some fantasy life questions and some ponderings. Jason, take it away. Yeah, we kind of touched on it, but I'm curious. Are you guys interested in playing Adam Thielen or James Conner this week? Like, they're coming off the injury. They've both been cleared. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Because I keep getting questions, and I'm just – I'm not wanting to touch them is my opinion, but I would like to hear what you guys think. It's really going to come down to your individual team. Yep. In this case, it's really going to come down to that because it, it, there is James Conner is more cut-off. than likely yep. the best running back you've got. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, there's so, a very good chance you might have to fire it up just because you've been skating by with whatever you can cobble together at the running back position, and if he's playing, the upside is too high. I mean, I understand that he's you know one whack in the shoulder away from being on the sideline again, but. That's the one that I'd be most interested in. I could see, I could definitely see scenarios where you're going to have to play James Conner this week because of because of what he can get you. Thielen, just because of how deep wide receiver is, maybe you have better replacements. Would you not agree with that, Steve? It's more likely that you could get away with not playing yeah. Thielen. Yep, absolutely. At this point, you've been without him for so long that if you're if you're still alive now, you've had to be replacing him to this point. Might as well just keep doing it until he proves me otherwise. I mean. With the thing with Connor too, like we're talking about DeAndre Washington, I've got him 18. If he gets the starting job, if Josh Jacobs is fully healthy, he's a top 10 play. Even a wounded Josh Jacobs falls into the DeAndre Washington area of top 20. There's there's no way I'm sitting James Connor this week. I just don't see how I could have the team required to do it. Like it just, I I feel like you've been waiting for him to come back because he's probably been really good for you for most of the year. You probably have to fire him. I personally, I don't really have anything to add there. Moving on, we have a question from Mister G one four seven zero. Pick one for PPR flex. Thank you for including the scoring settings because that makes life a lot easier for us. Pick one: Zach Pascal, Marlon Mack, Mike Williams, Patrick Laird. Um. It's it's the flex that throws me. So the PPR, I'm probably going to go Marlon Mack. Uh, we had similar type situation that we talked about on uh, Wednesday's show. But Marlon Mack, for me, I have it 13 at running back this week. So I, I think he's going to get a lot of run. New Orleans' run defense has not been good lately. I feel like he's a borderline RB1 so I, I feel like he shouldn't even be in flex conversation. He should be a locked-in starter for sure. 
I'm actually kind of worried about uh, Marlon Mack this week. He was outsnapped by Naheem Hines, 35 to 26 last week. They were in catch-up mode. They were passing a lot. But is that going to change against the Saints? I'm not totally sure. So I'm not totally in on Marlon Mack. I'm actually going with Patrick Laird. I really think he's going to have some success just because of what we saw. Wow. From you Austin went way Scott. off page. Wow. I, you know how I feel about Mike Williams. That was the one of the two guys I was going to just eliminate out of hand was Laird and Williams given the other two. Cause for me it's Mac, but I've at, beyond that it's Pascal. Assuming T Y is not playing. I am big in on Patrick Laird this week. Jason, any thoughts? Yeah. I mean, if T Y is out, Pascal is definitely the one for me because it is PPR. But from there, I, it's a toss up between Mac and Laird for that reason. I mean, because it is PPR, I don't think that Mac is going to be catching any of the passes. And so I think Laird will, and he will find the end zone. So it kind of gives him that edge. Yeah, that's kind of where I am at as well, with uh, Patrick Laird at least. Uh, moving on, Jason, the char- resident Chargers fan. Is Keenan Allen the best fantasy receiver for the Chargers in the playoffs? Yes. <laughs> I mean, to put it simply, the dude is a monster. It's just going to take – it's how he always is. He'll have his on week, and he'll have his off week. And I think that now that everybody's getting healthy, you're going to see – him start to ramp up. And I think this week is actually going to surprise a lot of people. And it's going to be a shootout. Like I feel like this game is going to be high scoring. So I like Kenny Allen this, this week, especially. Before I give my thoughts on a potential shootout with the Vikings, Steve, Neil, any thoughts on, uh, go, are we going away from Keenan Allen at all? Well, it depends on what you mean by receiver. Cause if yeah. you mean wide receiver, sure. He's the most talented. If you mean pass catcher, then it's Hunter Henry. And I don't think it's really close. Yeah, he would be the one I want as the actual pass catcher. And then actually it would go uh-huh. Austin Eckler second, by the way. And then if you're talking about, you know, strictly running back, and then Keenan Allen is the way that I would go with if you're going with the expanded title of pass catcher. Agreed, that would be yes. The, the order. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, That's- if you're talking about strictly wide receiver, then yes, it's Keenan Allen. He's the best receiver receiver. See, I feel the exact same way because I don't know why you think that, Jason, but I do not think it's going to be a shootout with the Vikings at all. I think Phillip Rivers cannot push the ball downfield against that pass rush. I think it's going to be a lot of dump-offs to Hunter Henry and a lot of dump-offs to Austin Eckler. But yes, Keenan Allen, absolutely the guy over Mike Williams. 90-yard uh, touchdown! It is possible. Roads are open against I'd the like Vikings. I'd like to apologize to our listeners who are now deaf from that. You're welcome. Year. Um, <laughs> sorry if you were driving your child around trying to put them to sleep late at night and listening to us as background noise because you're gonna have to start over you have to though yeah, white noise is our main ever. demographic yeah white noise is the <laughs> normally it's just our normal droning that people like uh so speaking of normal droning max 34 wants to know ppr darius slayton or jarvis landry Neil, this is a good one. If you're going by my rankings, uh, Landry by my rankings purely. However, this is an interesting one. I like this question because it depends on your team and what you need in your matchup. So you got to know where you are in the game. Do I think that I'm going to get blasted? Is my projection 125 and my opponent's projection is 150? I'm playing Slayton because he has the upside that Landry does not. If I feel like I've got a really good shot in that game and I need to just make sure that I get myself like a nice 15 then I'm going to go ahead and play Landry. I need a 15 to an 18. That's Landry for me. Uh, but if I need to try and swing for that 40, then I'm throwing my rankings in the toilet and I'm going to play Slayton 
because Slayton's the only guy of those two that can get me that 40. That's kind of where I'm at with the situation too. The one thing that scares me, like you said, for consistency, uh, the reason I go with Jarvis Landry over him is because when, even though Eli did connect with Darius Slayton on those, he was throwing up some ducks. Like Darius Slayton, I really had to adjust to make those. Where was he in the second half? You know what I mean? There's adjustments that can be made. There's tape of that game now. I'm a little freaked out by the inconsistency of Slayton. However, I can't turn my back on the upside of it. He's so athletic, and it doesn't even matter that Eli's throwing ducks. You know what I mean? He's completely keep in mind the team him. preparing is Miami, so yeah, that also helps. <laughs> All the yeah, adjustments well, in the world don't help if you don't have the talent. That's fair. That is and a on fair the point same note, though. Miami. They the Browns have Njoku coming back, and that makes me a little worried for the target share for Landry. I think it might actually go down. So I lean Slayton here. Some interesting perspectives there. Uh, well, Har- my perspective on that one is just, I've got Landry at 14, Slayton at 23. I feel like you're asking me the wrong question. I feel like you should be starting two of them and you're starting someone you shouldn't. That's also fair. Cause I also am in a similar neighborhood with Steve. I noticed where I'm a little lower on Slayton cause reasons, but still, uh, you can't ignore it. They're both, they would both be likely in my lineup. So I'm curious what the rest of that guy's team looks like. They're really good or really bad. Yeah, That'd probably. And no in between. Uh, Fred Harps would like to know uh, who he's going to sit in a PPR league. Devontae Adams, Kenny Galladay, Allen Robinson, or Cooper Cup? Steve, who are you sitting? Oh, my crown doesn't fit right. My diamond shoes are too tight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, what are <laughs> you playing? Help me with league? this horrible decision. <laughs> what is this? What is this? A 10 team league question? What's going on with this team? This is insanity. Please, I'm projected for 160 points. Help me get to 163. Welcome to my life, fellas. What, even the success. Why do we even need to acknowledge this? This is this is ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess I'm sitting Devonte Adams because I have Cooper at five, I have Cup at six, and Galladay at seven. With Adams all the way buried in my rankings at thirteen. Oh, it's terrible. And then Allen <laughs> Robinson's at eleven. <laughs> And I'm not playing Allen Robinson, who's at 13 in my ranking. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm going to sit Cooper Cup just because he didn't play as much last game. I think he's secretly nursing a little bit of an injury. Last time they played, it wasn't good. And, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. I'm I'm nervous about it. Granted, of his four games, he's had over 80 yards or a touchdown. So that makes it iffy, too. So I'm still going to sit Adams just because there's so much more upside with the other players. Um, Mr. Richie Rich Fred Harps, uh, you're welcome for helping you set your difficult decision there. Uh, Bertrand22 wants to know Drew Brees or Ryan Tannehill. Neil, who do you got? Drew Brees. And that's saying something. I got Drew Brees at three, and I have uh, Mr. Ryan Tannehill all the way at six. But it is going to be Drew Brees for me against Indy. Disagreement yep, Brees with Brees here. Jason? Steve? Wow, look at it, Jack's Yeah, it, it's, it's probably going to have to be Breeze. Jack, Jack hates Drew Breeze. we got to clear it, the runway. I know. he's he's. <laughs> I think he's going to have that step up, but I also think that Tannehill has a, has a much safer floor. As crazy as that sounds, I think Tannehill is just a safer player. So if you, again, you are shooting for upside, yeah, play Breeze. All right, enough of your hedging. I want to give Jack the runway. Jack has Ryan Tannehill at four and Drew Breeze at 12. Explain yourself, sir. Explain yourself. Uh, 
So I just see this as more of a game where the Saints get up quickly and control the clock. It's not that I hate Drew Brees. I do love Drew Brees. It's just I think that it's going to be a lot of Latavius Murray in the second half. I just don't think so. The Colts it's not that you hate Drew Brees; it's that you hate the Colts, and you just think the Colts are so <laughs> atrocious that they're just going to get stomped. The Colts are just going to roll over. Yeah. Not uh, ballpark. I don't think Jacoby Brissett can keep up with the Saints. I really don't. Well, you are on an hmm. island here, my friend. Looking wow. at our consensus rankings, you are off by yourself in a giant, giant island. I'll take it. Barely I'm going to hop in the from- time machine. And I'm going to go tell us all that we're talking about week 15 semifinals of the fantasy playoffs. And we're talking about Ryan Tannehill being a better start than Drew Brees. That's right. And the aneurysm that that'll cause in my past Uh self will eliminate all the shows from existence because it'll just get wiped out if you believe in that. And then I'll say Ryan Tannehill's ranked over Aaron Rodgers and my previous self will say, I knew it. (laughs) I'm back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Take that, Cletus. <laughs> That's right. Got to get that shot in. Had to work wouldn't it be, in. I, I had to fit it in. Wouldn't Jack wasn't going to lay it up for me, so I had to find a way to work it in. <laughs> uh, I can't go an episode without uh, talking about the Cleet Eye in Green Bay. Shout out to the Cleet Eye. Uh, WJM1708 would like to know, are the Buccaneers a solid defensive play this week? They're facing future Hall of Famer David Blau in Detroit. Jason, what do you think? I think this is one of my sneaker, more dangerous calls, and I really like the Bucks this week, which I don't know why. It has me terrified, but I I think that they're a good option this week, and as I'm just assuming that you're also completely void of any good de- defensive left. So, and I, I have to roll them out there as one of the better options. It's not that sneaky. They're a top 10 consensus play. Really? Yeah. That blows my yeah. mind. A lot of people are in on it even after the bad week last week. It's it's uh... it's because of how bad Detroit's offense has looked. Yep. A lot of the industry is recommending Tampa Bay. I got Did burned we... on it last week, and I still have them at 11. I've got them at 14. I'm uh, I'm not the Can't lowest of our you, consensus, baby. but I'm second lowest. I'm not, I'm not sold. There's too many holes on that secondary for me. And then they had a bad week last week, even in a juicy matchup. So... I got him at 14, which is actually a comment on how bad I think Detroit's going to play in that game, because ordinarily I'd crater them. But uh, It's also a comment on defenses as a whole right now. That's fair. Yeah, so I've still got them in the realm of, of stream, if that makes sense. But I still I, I think you can find better options. Defense just hurts at this time of year. Can uh, you get How many shares of Seattle can you get? Because that's, like, how, how can you figure out how to get the Seahawks? Not enough. Because that's the that's the money ticket for week 15. That's the one that's going to pay you out. And next week, actually. They have a pretty good matchup, too. Yes, sir. You are one spot on. Cuddy55 would like to know which two of these receivers that he should start in a PPR league. Michael Gallup, Christian Kirk, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, or T.Y. Hilton. And as a side note, he wants to know if he can trust Cooper Cup moving forward. Do you trust Cooper Cup? And who are you starting? Well, we already kind of got Jason's feelings about Cooper Cup, right? But the the hatred, and he doesn't like it. And I, I feel like I've ranked most of these guys already. I have Cooper Cup as number six, so I'm still buying into it. Uh, also, I'm loving the matchup against Dallas because we've seen what they've been able to do lately. So I absolutely am all over that. And then I guess 
The only one that I'm kind of up in the air about is T.Y. Hilton because I don't currently have him ranked. And what scares me about it, it's a great matchup, but it's Monday night. So if we get to Sunday and there's no official decision, if it turns out T.Y.'s a game-time call, what's your backup plan? I feel like you're you're asking you for Zach trouble. Pascal. Yeah, if you have Zach Pascal, yeah. maybe, but... Uh, for me, I'm probably. So I, I think go. I'm going Cup and Adams. I think that's where I'm going to land. That's funny you say that. That's actually what I was going to go with because that's actually by my rankings. It would be Cup and Adams. That being said, if you are absolutely freaked out by Devontae Adams at this point and don't know what to do with it, and you wanted to play Cooper Cup, or sorry, uh, Michael Gallup, he's nine spots go. lower than Adams in my rankings. So I'm not going to like, nobody would rip your head off over that. But I'm certainly playing cup. I got to go back to that well. This is what we keep. Mm. This is the theme of the last couple shows that we've been doing, especially Steve and I. It's the playoffs. I probably got there because of Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup at certain spots. Yeah. I'm willing to grandfather in Michael Gallup because he was really helpful to you down the stretch. So he's on the page. But as far as Christian Kirk and T.Y. Hilton, no, I'm eliminating, I'm eliminating that right. I'm only picking between those three guys. And. Of the three, Again, I'd play yeah, those two. Like based on talent and matchup, Ty, I've got Adams at thirteen. I'd probably put Ty right in around like eleven or twelve, if I knew for sure he was playing and healthy. But I feel like I'm just not gonna know that before Sunday morning. Yep. So I'm going with Adams and Cup, and the difference between Adams and Hilton isn't enough for me to risk it. Very good points there, gentlemen. Uh, Grams would like to know which two he should pick in a 0.5 PPR league. AJ Brown, Sterling Shepard, our best friend, Zach Pascal, or Terry McLaurin. Jason, who you got? Eve, who you got? Um, I think I'm leaning. <sighs> yeah. Cause of the matchup with Philly, I'm going to go scary Terry for sure. And Sterling Shepard again, matchup Miami. I'm not an AJ Brown guy. I know that's am, the hot thing right now. I'm an AJ Brown guy, and I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna I'll, I'll bite the bullet and, and 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 recommend it. I'm playing AJ Brown of that list, and I'm gonna feel great about it. And you enjoy your 36 uh, in half point as you listen to me tell you this. That's the one that I want. That's the uh, since they're all functionally lottery tickets at this point. That's my lotto ticket. I got him ranked the highest. It's who I won't. So, I mean, um, I can't argue with it. I I. I don't rank half point. I just have the the full PPR, and in full PPR, I have Shepard at thirty and AJ Brown at thirty one. So there you go. It's it's negligible enough that if you want to go AJ Brown, I'm not going to fight you on it. Uh, I'm not comfortable with Eli. Give me Tannehill throwing the rock uh, uh, to AJ Brown over Eli. Again, trying to let's throw go it to back Sterling to the Shepard. preseason and let's yeah, talk let's about try. a debate between Eli Manning, who is somehow still at quarterback, and Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Week 15. You're crazy. That'll never happen. (laughs) What year is it? Welcome to 2019. Uh, For the the record, I am going with AJ Brown as well. I really do like the matchup against the Texans. Steve probably doesn't want me to say that, but even more so, I really like the matchup with Scary Terry versus the Eagles. I would not be shocked at all to see him pull a Darius Slayton. Yeah. Yeah, I, I buy into that. I will say Haskins has looked better. Uh, he's progressively progressing out of just completely terrible, and at least now he can kind of throw the ball. So that's good. 
that's been good. Yeah, and I think Darby was one of the people that uh, was on the injury report or is out, and so I think that actually helps Terry too. So I'd probably go with Brown and Terry on that. Uh, sorry, Steve. Looks like Sterling Shepard's getting the bench. Yeah, that's fine. Like I said, I'm not going to fight on it. Uh, Eric Lactus wants to know in full PPR which two he should pick at running back. He's got David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, Raheem Mostair, or Patrick Laird. Steve, which one are you starting? I love your Canadian pronunciation. I love the Mostair. Very the mo- French. Mostair oh, is amazing. Oh, does that French. come with a baguette? I think it does. Uh-huh. Baguette, a poutine. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the third. You had one earlier in the show. And I didn't Everything's better with gravy, okay? (laughs) Everything's better with gravy. Gravy and drawn Um, butter. They're winners. All right, so I can pick two of these? All right, I'm going going with Singletary and Baguette. I mean, most air. (laughs) Uh, Well, for sure you're playing Singletary. I mean, I don't know how that's even still on the list. And... uh, and then, yep, it's most air. It's most air with the increased workload. I know you may fight us on this with the Laird, the, the amount of love you have for Patrick Laird. The funny the thing ungodly is, ungodly amount of love for for Patrick Laird. <laughs> I'm finding this in your rankings. Well, you give your response to that. Actually, I'm very in on David Montgomery just because the Packers play a man down in the run game. So I've got uh, David Montgomery and Devin Singletary. And then Raheem Mostair and Patrick Laird, I've actually been flip-flopping all day. I think I've swapped them about four times today. So I don't know who to pick with those two. But yeah, Montgomery and Singletary for me. Yeah, I think Montgomery is a good choice this week just because I think there's that chance of the weather being bad. I mean, it's going to be freezing, so the ball is going to be super hard. So I can see it having a good day for Montgomery. So it's probably, unless you're chasing upside, I'm going to go with Montgomery and Singletary. If you want the upside, you have to go with Mostert on that one. Or Mostert, my bad. I don't know. Bad weather in December in Green Bay? I don't buy it. Never happened. Well, I mean, what are the odds? Look, I've got Montgomery two spots behind Mostert, okay? So it's it's, it's not it's not <laughs> that insane. All right. Mad Forever wants to know which two players he should start in PPR and be ready because this is a whole list. We're really setting his lineup. Josh Jacobs slash DeAndre Washington. Aaron Jones, Adam Thielen, Emmanuel Sanders, Cooper Cup, and A.J. Brown. All right, people with the lists should automatically be disqualified. Ah! I I shouldn't have to do all the work for you. We're going to start pairing this list Am I going to get a share of the title? Where's my cut? All right, if I'm getting a cut of of what you're making off of winning this league, then yes, let's go with the list. Don't delete the next three questions. I see you highlighting. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. What? Uh, All right. Out of here. Right. I'm going to go. Nonsense where we have the show meeting during PPR. the show. Uh, Again, this- I'm going back to Cooper Cup and Josh Jacobs. Those are your studs. Those are the guys you're playing. By my rankings, that is what I would also do. Cooper Cup and then Josh Jacobs. And then, uh, frankly, it might even still be DeAndre Washington if he was going to be him. Yeah, that's good. This. Really no arguments there. Uh, so we do have another list, but it is a broken down list. So before our final question, we do have a little bit more organization. Zach Jordan would like to know, in his PPR league, should he start Ian Thomas or Austin Hooper? So we'll start with that. Jason? <laughs> Hooper. It's not even close. This is uh, rapid fire. This. Why no is this analysis. a question? No no analysis. Hooper. Pay Hooper. attention. Hooper, moving on. Hooper. Let's go. Golden Tate or Danny Amendola? Golden Tate, moving on. 
Huh. Moving on. One of Odell Beckham, Christian Kirk, Sterling Shepard, or Ian. He's starting Ian Thomas twice. Okay, it's like a real question, finally. Okay. Uh, Sterling Shepard. It's like he threw in Ian Thomas to the flex one because he knew what the answer yeah, to the first yeah. one was, know, but chose to ask it anyway. It's infuriating. Sterling Shepard. Christian Kirk. I also am going Christian Kirk. Oh, man. I'm probably going to go with Kirk, too. Right. Yeah. I'll be on my island. I'll be on my island. That's fine. I got him 21 against that terrible Brown secondary. I'm just going to sneak up on you this week. Let's oh, go. Oh, God. Per my rankings update today, I actually moved him up. It's Kirk by two spots. No! Yeah, Moving on. Kirk, moving on. <laughs> Rodney T wants to know in a half PPR, Dacker Tannehill. Or, or sorry. Yes. Gallup or Thielen. Oh. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes is the answer to your question. <laughs> Gallup. Yes and Gallup. Yeah, it's the answer to that. Eleven would like to pick up three of these receivers. Stephon Diggs, Golden Tate, Zach Pascal, Michael Gallup, AJ Brown. Gallup, Brown, Pascal. Uh not Tate. N- not Pascal. Whoa. Uh Gallup Brown Diggs. So what I said, but just yeah, in just a different way. Just with names. Yes, just with names, so that they would be helpful to the person. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. They know what they asked. <laughs> if it's too confusing to listen to my answer, ask a better question. <laughs> don't give me a list. <laughs> uh, can't believe you're this crotchety. Uh, we're, we're two weeks to go. No, you can. You Where, can I believe can. it. Where's your Christmas spirit? Oh, wait. <laughs> that to us all Bobo link of the pompous on Instagram would like to know in a non PPR league, Jack Doyle or Zach Goddard or Dallas Goddard. You were right. No, 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 no. They're, they're, they're the same right. guy. The same. They're they're just the same keep changing guy. jerseys on the sidelines and no <laughs> one notices. Keep that in. It's Goddard. 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 All right. And finally, ABC won't on Twitter wants to know in a half PPR league, pick two Sony, Michelle, Ronald Jones, Patrick Laird, David Johnson, or Adrian Peterson. Oh I almost Lord. started laughing at David Johnson. David Johnson. Uh, so, no, 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 no. We're going to laugh. We're going to laugh fallen. at David Johnson. No, no, no. You're right. You're My correct goodness. to laugh at David Johnson. He's not Johnson. wrong You're either. Correct. Like, You're that's, correct to laugh that's at that. An, that is an accurate assessment of the season for David Johnson at yeah, this no, point. No, You're correct. Laughing at it is correct. That's It's unfortunate, but that's where it is. One of our most wrong things. But that's not just us. That's everything. Well, it's really funny because in, er, in quotations, you put, I can't believe I drafted in the first round. David Johnson. <laughs> yep. yep. That's everybody. Welcome to that club. Oh, uh, Lord. This right, is so here we go. You ready? A tough one. Yeah. I got to pick two of them. Yeah. Hit the me. highest I've got, Ronald Jones and Adrian Peterson. Who would have thought that that's where I'd be right now? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is, uh, that is, that is amazing. So I'm going to go with my best friend, Patrick Laird. And shocked. I, think, I am I, shocked. I think Sony Michelle is going to score a touchdown against the Bengals. Maybe two, maybe three, because the Bengals have the worst linebackers in the NFL. So let's go Sony Michelle and hate ourselves for it. <laughs> so it's funny. I have Sony Michelle and Ronald Jones. And that's actually how I would do it. And then I would also hate myself by my rankings. That would be my, uh, I'd set that line up and then immediately to go take a shower. Where I'm playing Sony Michelle and Ronald Jones as RB one and two in my playoff game, and I have oh, gonna need that shower, baby. Like I have those guys ranked 30, 33, 
35, 36, 37. They're, what are your it's wide all receivers? the same. Wow. It's all crap. What are and your it's wide all receivers the on this team? Is my actual question. Like, do you have Michael Thomas and Nuke Bomb? Like, how? And Lamar. How have you and been he's doing got, this? And this is his running backs. You have Travis Kelsey as well. Like, how are you doing this? Maybe Kittle? I'm just confused by it. This is like your staff league team where it's just yeah, like there's no running back. Like, and, and it's just all wide receiver, tight end, defense, quarterback is all above replacement. <laughs> there's just no running backs on it. It's just really deep, okay? It's a dynasty question? It's in a 20-team league. <laughs> hey, guys. 16-team league, half PPR. I'm in the second round of the consolation ladder. Really want to get that top pick in the draft next year. <laughs> or maybe the loser has to do, like, something stupid. Like, they have to pay four times the amount that they paid to get in or something like that. Or you have to get a tattoo or... Oh, God, no. I'm not doing that. I don't want to wear a dress next year to the draft, so how how can you help me here? Pick Sony Michelle, Ronald Jones. (laughs) Why is he Casey Kasem? Why is he not Casey Kasem? And he writes, Dear guys, help me (laughs) not get eliminated. Dear nonsense crew. (laughs) Uh, Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. ABC won't. You should change your handle to at Casey Kasem. And then we'll know who you are moving forward. And if you do that, we will fast pass your question. You can go right to the front of the line. <laughs> you can be on here every week. Any reds. Can Patrick Laird prevent me from getting eliminated in the playoff? I absolutely really can. He <laughs> absolutely can. And with that, uh, any parting words, Jason? Nah, man. Just ready to get on to the week 15. Let's watch some football. Well, uh, any parting thoughts other than play Patrick Laird because he's going to win you your league? Nope, I already set you up for the Patrick Laird hit one time. Hey, everybody, have a week. Good luck in your playoffs. Steve, any uh, parting thoughts for the audience? Uh, Yes, I think Jason's official catchphrase from now on should be nah, man, because that's the answer to his parting (laughs) questions every week. (laughs) Uh, I love it. Uh, Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for uh, putting up with me as host this week. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, So for... Mr. Steve Bonham at Nonsense Steve for Mr. Neil Smith at Nonsense underscore Neil and for Jason Draven at That FF Nerd. I am Jack Cavanaugh at Javanaugh87. Have a week and good luck in your playoffs. Now, man. Music for the Important Nonsense podcast is provided by Benjamin Banger, Tritachion, and Admiral Bob. Thank you for listening, and be sure to keep up with all the latest content on importantnonsense.com.